Welcome back, everyone. This is another episode of the Fortnite story or the FN story. Today, I am joined by a wonderful person who I've gotten to know a little bit before the podcast and happy to have him on. He is a coach in the scene and, in my opinion, one of the top coaches. Uh, please welcome Captor. Captor, how are you doing today? Hi, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good, thanks. I'm. Uh, it's a good day to have a good day. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. So here's how we start the podcast. I ask you where your name came from. So where does Capture come from? Uh, okay. So ooh, I had a pretty bad name on my PlayStation when I was younger. So I thought I've got to rebrand if I'm doing any kind of name on PC. And um, I always found wearing a headset pretty uncomfortable and earphones are pretty bad audio. So I wear, I used to wear a cap, well, I still do sometimes, but I wore a cap underneath my headphones to cushion it so okay. it wouldn't dig into my head. Uh, and then I literally thought, I don't want to call myself cap because then everyone's just, I don't know, feels too simple. And it was taken. So I was, I was looking for things that weren't taken on platforms, you know? So I just thought, let's think of a word in English and then, yeah, kind of settled for this. All right, cap. Capta the Raptor. <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay. Um, now, <laughs> that's a little inside joke. Um, so, based on your name, like that can't be that old, right? If no, uh, probably two two years. Okay. Two years. I've had it. Yeah. Probably. Not a bad name. I'd stick with it. I think it's okay. I don't think it's too bad to change. Nah, I don't think it's bad at all. I mean, there's some worse names. There's there's some there's some pretty bad names around. I would not want to be called Batman Booger. Dude, th this is Fortnite. There's some terrible names. Let's <laughs> be honest. Um, yeah. All right, let's let's jump right into what you do. Currently, you're a coach for Elite Esports, and you also work with some other teams in <clears throat> different regions. Now, tell me how you got into coaching, and then we'll get to now, but I want to learn how you all, you started this. Okay. So, I used to play the game. I played the game with friends for years, and I wasn't too bad. Made a bit of money in Winter Royale, and I wouldn't place terribly, but I wouldn't make much money other than the easy Winter Royale tournaments. Um, and whatever i've done in life through sport and other stuff when i've been younger i've always wanted to be the best and then for whatever reason it i've just kind of dropped dropped out of it when i felt like it wasn't quite working so i felt like the thing wasn't quite working and i had to kind of progress with my life a bit i had to i had to go to university it was like the big changing point so uh when you're 18 you kind of have a choice you can end um education in the uk or you can go to like higher education you can pick something to study and get a degree so i wanted to get a degree i thought it was really important but i did not want to be sat there playing Fortnite, not making any money um and i had lots of long thinking and sitting and it was quite upsetting to be honest because i didn't want to have those three or four years of playing and having fun just disappear and then all that time would be wasted right because i was trying to become such a good player but it didn't work out um so I thought, how can I use that into something else? And I've always been quite smart and engaged, but just not physically able to execute things. So I thought, let me try coaching my friend in solo cash cups because I am never playing them again. Because uh, <laughs> I hated them. I hated them so much. Um, 
and I coached a few friends and they started doing really good and kind of and, and, and bit by bit friends would do really good and I was really happy and it felt like that was something I wanted to do and then I started making drop maps to help people drop and I was one of the first people to do that and I got really big and well known and a few players namely Cease was the first person to give me a bit of a chance said all right we know your drop maps are good but why don't you come if you're if you're a coach which I'd said by the way I'm a coach if you need me whenever and he said I'll let you know uh, and he said, come coach me in these scrims and help me use the drop map and stuff. And he liked me. And then I coached him for a couple big tournaments and he did all right. And it kind of um, kind of went from there. Okay. And can I, I ask, uh, there's a lot of people that talk about drop maps. Can you explain what they are and kind of how to use them? Yeah. So a, a drop map is, is, it's a map on a website called fortnite.gg with markers showing you where to dive down into at the start of each game. If you dive down into these markers that you can mark in game, it will get you a good glide to get to the spot you want to land at quickly. So I was really good. So I would spend hours and hours on a, on a document marking markers that I would then send to people if they pay me. And then they can have them up on their phone or on their monitor or they tab out and they can just copy the marker I've put down to the map in game. And then they can get a, a good drop and get guns and chests faster than other players to win off spawn. All right. And this is fairly new publicly, but I feel like this has been a, a thing that players have done for a while is understand, okay, I need to glide to this point to get a good drop, but... Overall, I now feel like over the past, let's call it three, four seasons, like your general yeah. player base has become more aware that these are even things and I've started using them. So it's kind of yeah. crazy because I used to be good at dropping and now everyone has these freaking drop maps and I'm getting wrecked off spawn. It's difficult. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I, I don't want to... I'm not going to take any credibility for something that's not true, but I think it's... it. it, it be quite fair to say that i'm one of the reasons that drop maps are as popular as they are now i was one of the only people that was doing it at the time people didn't really know what they were and i was working with so many big names that it ended up just spreading to people and now you've got little droids making drop maps <laughs> and selling them for selling them for a shout out and claiming that they're the best well but, the, yeah, the crazy thing is it comes down to math right is you know point a to point b and how high you can glide so there is ah, you need a bit of a brain yeah 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 yeah. it's it's pretty simple but a a, a 10 year old that's not played fortnite before which some of these acclaimed drop map makers are they're not (laughs) gonna have as good maps okay shots but like yeah shots are always gonna be fired i'm a a hater i I hate (laughs) on people i like it you know it's this honest truth though it's it's just like it's an experience thing like anything the way the way that you're good at commentating because you've done it for a long time i'd say i'm quite a good coach because i've done it for a while it just comes with experience so someone that just starts making them and says they're the best aren't the best just because they say they are you know so it comes with time one thing i like about you and uh when we worked together at elite one thing that i liked was your morals and values are grounded you weren't going to sell a drop map to somebody else on the same region 
you, you weren't just gonna try and make as much money off these as possible you were very set in stone as to i'm only selling it to one team on na east no one else is getting this thing um yeah and then even still like when you're working with teams in other regions you're besides the lead obviously you got multiple players but yeah. you're not trying to work with the entire region just to make money you're trying to work with one team to do well can you, can you talk yeah. about why that is and you know the reasoning behind that uh so be- behind the, the drop maps thing initially it, it, the reason i would only sell to one team is because i felt and lots of people felt that my my maps were good so it made sense for pros to buy a map that's not given to lots of people so there's no competition but the moral reason why i didn't want lots of money is because i mean i i was brought up pretty well and i think relationships between people in a group mean a lot more than money like if you know if you have good connections and relationships within a big group of people or a community like fortnite like i'd rather have good connections with cami seti you know, like like Tayson, Chapik's reason. I'd rather have good connections with people than uh, have no one like me particularly, uh, but just make money. Because that's not uh, the longevity of just making money doesn't last forever. But if you have good relationships with people that are going to come back to you to buy things, it's like having a loyal customer. You know, a lo- one loyal customer means a lot more than ten not loyal customers. So that that was that was my principles and. I'm doing business at university, so that kind of helped me a bit. I was like using some stuff that I learned to not run myself into the ground, and yeah, I think I think I did a pretty good job at keeping my relationships good with people. Right, I like that. So it's both a business case as well as you know not trying to screw anyone over, trying to be grounded yeah. in what you believe. So I like for sure. That. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make any enemies, but I'm also like aware of the fact that if someone likes me and they're going to come back and buy again it's it's worth more than some uh jim jim bob 74 that that you know doesn't really know what's up so i didn't plan on going this way but now we're seeing the map change like logjam has four different places now butter barn has multiple different places is Mm. that that's got to be annoying as hell for you right Oh yeah, there's more more to make, but more to buy. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's same it's same thing. I've not been spending too much time on drop maps, honestly. Like they're they're so boring now to me. I, I'd rather be in cool, like talk talk with people and help people than than uh, than drop out of a bus for a few hours. So uh, I'm I I wouldn't say I'm transitioning away from it completely, but I definitely think there's a near future of me not making them much anymore. Okay. And I think as you've established yourself more as like a a general coach, they're less necessary other than simply getting your players the best drop. Yeah, I think if I uh, soon I'll just be making my drop maps for my players only, and that will be why I spend my time making them. But yeah, I, I guess I I used to be a drop map drop map maker that that uh, did a bit of coaching, and now uh, I'm definitely a coach that also does drop maps, which is good. That's that's the direction I wanted it to go in. Let's go. Moving up. Like it. Um, let's talk about your coaching. So last season you worked with Elite. Who were yeah. the, the two people from EU you worked with? So I coached Refs, Refs Guard and Clown, and I coached Nako and Dan. So that's 
two Spanish content creators who are pretty good at comp, and Refsguard's quite a well-known player, and Clown's um, someone who came sixth in the last grounds and then dropped his teammate for Refsguard. <laughs> so they're, they're, the two, they're the two teams I was with. Okay, and is there any other teams on different regions besides the elite uh, duos? Yeah, I was with one uh, Oceana duo called Danath and Skits. Okay. So yeah. walk me through how that went. Let's start with the OCE duos. How how does that even start? Because you're UK based, right? So that's got to be a weird yeah. ass uh, time zone difference. And like, how did how did it all go working with those guys? So I, I've worked with OCE for almost the whole time I've coached. Actually, after I started coaching Cease ages ago, that the next team I coached was an OCE trio, and and from there I got quite well known within OC and I would be able to coach those players every now and then. I coached an FNCS win in OC. They won by like 200 points. I've co- I've I've coached OC for a while, so I I like the people and it's easier than EU because they all speak English and it's it's the time zones not that bad cuz actually if anything it keeps me on quite a good sleep schedule. I end up waking up at 7 or 8 a.m. which is honestly probably quite good for me. But yeah, this season with them, it went all right. They're a new duo, a new drop spot. They came seventh. Uh, just some some mistakes in grands, and they've ended up not playing together because they didn't quite feel like they were a right fit, which is always frustrating uh, because there's no continuation. I'm not able to coach those two anymore, you know? Right. It's always nice to be able to coach people for an extended period of time to build and grow and improve. So, so it's always a bit of a shame when people split. But yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's how it goes sometimes. So talking about people splitting, I feel like one of your best coaching seasons came with Pump and Nani, right? I feel like those were some of it the was, best. It was with Nani. Yeah, coaching Nani in trios was definitely the best okay. season I've had coaching, for sure. And I knew you worked hard because you were working with Elite. You wanted Nani and Pump to play together, <laughs> but then yeah. that didn't happen. Do you... First of all, do you know why that happened? What are we talking back in trios or more recently? More recently, because the, they played the together reason, for a season, right? And then they played. Yeah, they played together for a season. They did super good in the cash cups, and then didn't do well in grands. Gotcha. Um, so I, I attribute that to a few things. First was the the lead up to grands. We didn't do a whole lot together. I, th- I had a lot of different teams on my plate and I was spread myself quite thin, which was definitely a mistake on the org and on my part. It was a bit of an oversight. I had a lot of different NA teams, so I had to spread my time out between five or six teams that were in grands. Uh, it meant that n- everyone got a bit of attention, but no one got a lot. So it showed very obviously in the results where they all got between 20th and 30th, which is extremely bad. Um and yeah, I, th- I think had I put a bit more time into two teams instead of a, a tiny bit of time into six, I think we'd have seen a big difference. So I definitely think that's partly on me. Um, it was also the first season I've ever coached duos. So I've, I've coached for a year. It's actually a year a month ago. Um, thank you. But I've never coached duos, ever. I've coached solo cash cups, solo all-stars, uh LAN event so LAN event LAN event solos, but I, I've not yet coached duos. So that first season was a a real wake up to what uh, grand finals duos look like, which is experience I needed. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to prepare the guys as well as I would like. And then yeah, this season they played a bit. Um, 
or, or not this season, sorry, but the last season, the season after their grand finals, they played a bit, but it just wasn't wasn't quite clicking like it used to anymore. So they uh, decided to find other people. GGs. Um, and... Yeah. Because <laughs> I like both <laughs> those guys. I've had the opportunity to, to work with both of them. I've known Nani a while. He's a good kid. Um, yeah, they're both cool. I wanted to put them together. I think they were. I think they still are a good fit. I, but I wouldn't want them to play again now. It just like sometimes you just fall out of touch with each other, and it's just it doesn't things don't click anymore. And it's just uh, sometimes you got to switch up. Yeah, relationships end. It just happens. They do. It's tough. It's tough stuff. It is. Um. Now I, I want to go back. So talking about trios versus duos. Yeah. You said you thought you were good at coaching solos, thought you were good at coaching trios. Why do you think that you were good at coaching those? And then why do you think you struggled at first with duos? The solos I felt were, uh, they still are. It, it's, it's often just a patience game where you've, as long as you're calm and you stick to a prepared game plan, you do well normally things go wrong and it gets messy when one person tries to ruin your game but it's just like as long as you stay calm and stick to good game plans it, it normally goes quite well that's so solo as i find really easy it's, it's quite simple there's not many people to manage it's just one guy that's building topping shooting doing it all so it's quite easy to manage um trios i felt was also quite easy because as long as you've got three people that are on the same page with each other you can also stick to a game plan super easily uh the dynamic of sitting in a box pretty much all three with each other and and just playing the game in that tight pack uh, i felt like because i'd coached it for a long time i just became super comfortable with it so if trios came back today i'd be more than comfortable and confident in what i know about trios uh duos is interesting because you've got you've you've got two people often they both have to be quite smart because if you've got one guy having to carry the weight of decisions for only two people, it's quite different. Um, so you've got to both be quite clever, and that means you've got dynamics where you've got one person saying, I want to do this, and one person saying, I want to do that. And having... You, you kind of have to condition the players to follow one person or to listen to each other. And, and that was a really difficult thing to do because it felt like when I was in cool live coaching, uh, I was able to say, no, do this. And then they would both listen to me, you know? But when I wasn't in call, it felt like they were often over. People often overcalled each other, and it ended up in some pretty messy situations where they do a bit of one decision and a bit of the other decision, and it would end up quite messy. So I think communication and teamwork was definitely a difficult thing to teach players to do. Often, I mean, these guys are so young, you know, the Fortnite, the age of these guys playing. I mean, they, some of these guys have never played sports before. Some of the guys have never played sports before. Some of them have never even played other games before. This is like their first game. So like the idea of communicating properly and listening to someone else is like kind of brand new. So I kind of have to teach them from scratch. So yeah, that's that's definitely been my biggest. Teach them just general communication skills. That's literally just like, I mean, they're literally like, I mean, some of them are literally kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm literally teaching them how to communicate. <laughs> 13, 14, 15 years old. Yeah, and some of those guys are the best. Yeah. It's always the little kids, man. The little kids are crazy. I mean, look at DJ and Yamzo Peterbot. Like, those are some of the youngest people in the scene. They're all freaking Did you say DJ? Or not DJ. Um, Peterbot, Yamzo. Peterbot and Yamzo, though. And yeah, 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 yeah. 
Dejan's Dejan's an old man. Well, he's like your age, right? I think. Yeah, Dejan's Dejan's twenty, like me. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Represent old. for the the older <laughs> for the boomers. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Fortnite is twenty years old old. Like in the US, you can't yeah. go buy a drink if you're twenty years old. In every other game, twenties like normal. But yeah, Fortnite Fortnite's different. Fortnite's different. So do you like duos versus trios more? I'm always a big proponent. I love the team modes. If I go trios or squads, maybe not you know how the game currently is with squads, but I like the team modes because it adds more dynamics. It adds more depth to the game, more strategy, rather than simply just being the better mechanical player. Whereas duos, it feels like it's the natural game mode to me. I, I know that doesn't necessarily make sense if I'm I'm saying I like the bigger modes and duos feels natural, but it feels natural because both players have to just be on the same page at all times. And it's not necessarily like, I guess it is a strategy because they're implementing it in real time, but it's more a learned, I need to see how my duo plays so I can learn to play with them however their style is. With trios, there's a pretty clear path that you can create and then it's just everyone working to the same way whereas it's more on the fly with duos is is where i see it right and players that like benji and savage they they always played granted you know they like to contest the best pois so over the past few seasons we haven't seen that success but they play really well together and almost do things without even communicating them and just know how one another play. So I feel like it's got to be harder to coach that um, rather than trios where it's like, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to do this, and you do this. And now duos is everyone has to do everything at all times and you always have to know what's going on. Yeah, so I think... With a lobby size of 150 duos fits better than 33 trios, especially on the map with the loot. I, I think duos suits the game better, but duos suits the map better, I think. 50 teams running around suits the map better, but I think I prefer trios by a long way. I, I, I My preference is trios, then duos, then solos. I, I think squads would be unplayable, but the the element of having an IGO a leader and then two players that follow that it, it makes everything so easy I I love trios I, I could I could have trios forever and not complain I loved it I'm with you on that I I absolutely love the team dynamics and the specialization and the plays you could go for agreed um, I think there's a lot more there's a lot more that can happen I've, i think it's more interesting to watch i think it's more interesting to play it's hectic but it's like it's much more fun too when you win and you've got three people screaming it's it's a whole different thing to just <laughs> you and your boy but a few people i mean you just got to be careful what you wish for it felt like the whole community was asking for duos but and i think a lot of people are quite sad trios are gone looking back on it but i feel like that's always the way that the community goes it's i want whatever game mode is not currently in the game and, and it then could... it happens and they're like no i yeah. want the other one and yeah. the, everyone's excited for the first uh i don't know f- few months maybe 
could be a few weeks depending on the game mode if, unless <laughs> yeah. it's solos and everyone's like oh no we're, we gotta play solos." apart from the few people that love solos true See, there's always there's always a group but well the yeah. crazy thing is like solos do numbers too based on like all the game modes solos perform typically the best as far as number of players competing and i think it's just simply because you don't have to find a teammate say you just want to play a couple of games and you hop in play a couple of games of a tournament you don't have to play the whole thing out you're not reliant on somebody else so it's a really interesting dynamic i like to play solos i hate watching solos yeah i agree I think playing solos is stressful, but it's fun if you do well. And then, yeah, what, watching solos is a sleep fest. That is, but it's so boring. So, yeah. so much sitting in boxes. Oh, it's so. Well, and it's so reliant on other people not ruining your game. Yeah, and, that's and... the whole thing. That's the whole <laughs> of solos. It's like, how can we play to not let like Dave ruin our game? And there's only so much you could do sometimes. And like duos and trios, like the more people you have, the more you can lessen that RNG. Which yeah, is... because there's two people to help you and look out for things and be careful. And yeah, you, know, you can allocate roles and jobs. It's uh, it's much easier. I love trios. I really miss trios. Trios <laughs> was so fun to coach and vod, and uh, I loved it. I'm assuming you're probably spending no time on trios this season because it's just the, the no none trio none 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 okay. none at all. Like I will watch some stuff for fun, right? Just to be like, oh, you probably shouldn't have done this in Endgame. Like that was stupid. Oh my god, look how many kills you got in that game. That's awesome. But like, I'm not spending any amount of time other than congratulating people for doing well in it. That's it. I'm sure my, I'm sure the, the people I coach will do very well in trios. I, I coach lots of people that are very good at fighting. But um yeah, it's like a it's like it's W key trios or it's no build trios and I love no build. I'm really interested in it. Uh I think it's I think it's good fun. No build trios is actually quite a good balanced game mode, I think, but not for a small for a small prize pool two round. Uh, I'm going to focus my time on on duos, which is the the biggest prize money and most amount of tournaments. Makes sense. I mean, yeah. to to win what is it like two hundred bucks on a, a tw quick yeah. trios cash cup? That's is... if you get top two or top <laughs> three, you get two hundred bucks each, which no one really cares about. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the FNCS is fifty, sixty k, seventy k. It's that's that's money worth grinding for. Definitely, definitely. Now, as far as your time coaching this season like who are some of the duos that you've seen success with early on who do you think needs some work and uh generally who do you think accepts coaching and who do you think or not who do you think who have you had to like drag to get coached if anyone this this season so far yeah so I'm I'm still I'm still on the hunt to find an EU and an, and a West duo to coach. I think okay. I want one of each. Uh, OC was good and it was fun, but there's not too many teams that fit what I want. So I'm still looking for a West duo and a and a EU duo. But so for NA, as of now, I think um, Death Tabne show a lot of promise. A lot. They've only not done well in the last two grands because they landed at a random spot first grounds because they didn't want to land coney so they landed north sleepy and did terrible 
And then they contested stretch last season and won 11-1 off Spawn. Not like pretending we won 11-1 because they ran away. Like, they killed them 11 times and died once. Um, Wait, can I just came, stop like, you right there, though? You please do. So, even though you win those, those are not wins. Like No, because it's still a bad, it's still a bad grand final. Yeah, because Stretch yeah. and Commandment weren't letting them win those quickly so it was a long drawn out grief yeah, I, where I neither team if they were walking out of that situation would have it done wasn't well. yeah i agree so they were they were not going to be able to get a top five they could have done better in the mid games and the end games but they yeah they they weren't going to win that fncs they couldn't yeah it's hard to to do well when you're behind impossible. on your loot it, it, you're behind on your mats. yeah yeah you can do quite well I think they could have got 10th. They, they'd screwed up some mid-games and end-games, and they could have played better from shambles. But, yeah, Stretch was not letting them do well. <laughs> which is fine, you know. They, they knew that going in, and I think yeah. that's okay. You know, you gotta sometimes take you gotta it to the You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta sacrifice one season to get a good next few. So right. that, that, was, that was the plan. We don't really know what's happening with Stretch. He's, a, he's not played a single game of Arena or, or Fortnite yet, so we'll see if he queues grounds or not. I, I think he will. Bro, that was crazy last season. I literally looked at their Fortnite tracker. Him and Commandment played almost zero time, qualify for yeah. grands. Like, oh, what? That, they're the best. That those those two are top ten region, hundred percent. Yeah, and they're no quiet. matter how little they play, like they their their play styles and their experience is so ingrained that they could not play for months and they'd be good. Yeah, the fundamentals are there, and they they're, they're more than leave. there. They're the best. Yeah. Yeah. So good. It's it's crazy. Underneath, like Zay, Saf, centered, probably on par with Burger, Stretch, and Commandment are crazy. Okay. So good. All right. So back to, to Death and Tabne. Why do you think yeah. those two are, are going to do so well? Well, Commandment's been grinding and Stretch hasn't touched the game. So I think Commandment's going to snake Stretch and Stretch is going to play with someone bad and maybe have a ter- maybe have an off season. Even though I think he's really good, if he doesn't play with someone good, he might not do well. Uh, so I think Commandment's good. Like, Commandment has been grinding all day, every day. And Stretch has not logged in yet. <laughs> so I think Commandment will find a better duo. And Stretch will play with someone bad. Maybe not Qual, maybe Qual. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think there's a chance that Tabna and Death get on Conconi this season. All right. And then you just feel that give it an uncommon POI, they're that good. They've, They've got Unconconi in three cash cups so far in the last two seasons, and they've came second, second, fifth. Okay, so it speaks. I mean, uh, it speaks for itself. Yeah, uh, I'm confident in them. They've got a really good game plan. They play really good together. Um, I'm happy. Yeah, so they've been doing a lot. Um, <laughs> Pump's been looking for duo. Surprise, surprise. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's been rough. Who do you uh, think would compliment? Like, what kind of player? I know you said Nani would work well, but that's kind of gone by the wayside. No, no, definitely not. Yeah, describe I did a think player that. like that would work well with someone like Pump because he's crazy. You know that that kid can he play. can move. I, he's so good. He's so. It, if you give him a good IGL, I promise you, it doesn't even matter what playstyle they have. Uh, they they would do well. He just hasn't played with a good IGL before. He hasn't ever, not once. Nani was the only one, and they did bad in their first ever duo grants, you know? Yeah. Well, and then but, last season was but, kind of shit. But they didn't get the chance. Yeah, I mean, last season was. Ooh, we're not going to talk. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
I want to talk about that one. But yeah, he's just he's not got options because of his bad couple seasons. So he's in a bit of a pit. I think he's going to play with Magnolia. They're going to do as well as they can do, and hopefully that's a stepping stone to either Magnolia getting really good or someone else coming in and swooping him up uh, for future seasons. Okay. Um, Pen and D-Roll is another team that I put some time into. They land at the worst spot on the map. It's called Butterbarn. You guys can check <laughs> it out. It's mid-map. It's underneath Rocky. There's not been floor spawns at that POI for two weeks because there's always bugs related oh to it. Oh, my. Uh, ever since I told Pen to camp, Mancake last season in Grands and he killed Booger. They've had the worst luck ever in real life too. Uh, N-Pen's lost his PC on his flight to Sweden. He's uh, got logged out of all sorts of accounts and had all sorts of trouble. So the Booger curse is real. Uh, right now they don't have floor spawns in Butterbarn for week one of FNCS. So uh, playing off chess loot only, baby. All right, don't mess with Booger. By the way, that don't was a mess, really smart play. Like oh, that was so, was good. so you smart. You make the floor weak, pickaxe it out. Oh, I was so I was so happy with that. And while they were camping, Npen told me he said, um, "You know, I was in call with Mero." Npen said, "I was in call with Mero just before this tournament, and Mero said, do not camp Butterbarn, or I will grief <laughs> you.'" And I was like, "You guys have to do this. I'm sorry." <laughs> and just so you guys know, uh, Butterbarn last season sold launch pads. The man cake there, you could buy launch pads and. Butterbarn didn't really have enough gold to where you could buy. You might be able to get one, but yeah. Chonkers... But every team around you could buy two or three. Yeah, so, so Chonkers would rotate, rotate in. in. And yeah. then they would camp... Or One game, they camped on Mancake. Booga walked right into the trap, and they just quick-deaded him. Uh, yeah. Got the... Right after got he all bought the, the, the launch the pads, too. Yeah. So, so really they let smart. him buy them, and then get him. Uh, so that that's what happened. In case you, so you're that's what happened to, to Butterbarn, and now Butterbarn's nerfed because Fortnite loves Booger. That's right. Don't um, don't mess with them. You can't mess with Booger. Booger's Booger's the goat. Um, but yeah, that's where they're at. They're just they're just trying to battle through it all. Um, yeah, uh, we might Elite might be doing a couple new pickups, so I don't wanna don't wanna leak any of that. But I will be I will be working with a couple of them too. Or one or two of them, depending on who is signed, like finalized. But um, yeah, other than that, that's that's the main people I've been focusing on. Nice. Trying to nice. get them ready to trying to get them ready to win. It, do you work with Quinn at all, or is he kind of off no. doing his own thing? I don't know if I can leak this, but you can have the exclusive. Uh, oh. He's a uh, he's during with typical gamer. Okay, so content. So it's going to be content. Nice. I respect uh, it. And then if if they need any help, they'll they'll reach out to me. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and make them the best comp players ever because I think to be honest, they're happy doing average and having a good time. So, hey, to each his own. All right. Yeah. Respect it. Couldn't be me though. Oh, I'm too I'm too competitive. That I could <laughs> not do that. Couldn't do that. So you kind of mentioned when talking about Pen D Roller about the whole DreamHack experience. So. Walk oh, yeah. me through how that all went because this is your first time coaching at LAN, right? True. Right. Yeah, I had a really good time. Went went to LAN, really well set up, met lots of great people. This is DreamAx Sweden. Um, live coaching LAN was awesome. Just sat on a chair behind people. They could hear me great. I could see the screen great. Solos are horrible. Like I said before, it's my least favorite game mode. But um, yeah, we... Had a good time. Noel was fourth queuing into his last game. And uh, 
I don't want to blame it on someone else, but someone else that couldn't have placed well was sat in Storm hiding behind something and he got him really weak and it ended up killing him. So take that as you will, but he would have done very good and he ended up 13th, uh, out, which I think is really impressive. I think going into that as a not very established player, let alone NA player, let alone solos player, to, to come 13th in a land full of really good players, is a, I, I'm really happy with how he did. And the other guys made finals, and that was all that was all okay. But yeah, the experience of getting there for me was easy, from Europe, easy. Uh, but for the guys from America, they had lots of delays, and N-Pen's PC got lost on the transferring flight, and uh, it was a, a real burden. We were waiting in the airport for about eight hours on the way. Oh, jeez. Terrible. Did he ever get yeah. that back? Oh no, he he's still waiting. No way. He's still waiting. He's playing on a streaming PC. He has been for the last while. He might actually have to play FNCS on it. Bro. Uh it's really expensive PC, lots of kit. Uh with mic, his webcam, wires, everything. Just, so there's just lost in the void. Thousands of dollars out there in oh, gaming yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Six or seven thousand of stuff in one suitcase, yeah, for sure. Terrible. And Enpen has the worst luck. Like, I just see him tweet all the time. Like, even before this past season in DreamHack, he, he for some reason, is just one of those guys that, unfortunately, things go wrong for him. Like, he'll tweet a clip of what happened in-game. Like, Yeah, there's always just some happen? weird stuff that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor guy. Maybe it's like a... Maybe it's like a little... Little disguise sign from Fortnite just to say, you know what? We're just gonna let you farm impressions on Twitter and we're gonna sell your tournaments. <laughs> and then eventually it will it will swap and he'll just start winning everything. He'll but, get all the good luck coming to him soon. Yeah. Good karma's calm always reverses. You just gotta I don't know. Just gotta wait. And I I like to think at least that the world tests people that can handle it. So he's obviously still gaming, even oh, through he's, all the Oh, yeah. Oh, he's motivated. I, I joined this um, call having Vodaviewed with him for like three hours. So he's, he's, he's doing something. And he's about to play no-build scrims, no-build Tifu scrims for $300 oh per win. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's having a good time. <laughs> That's all that matters. He's, yeah. Oh, he's, he's a grinder. Gaming. Oh, yeah. He loves it. Okay. And so you got some some duos potentially coming in, but you're not leaking those and still looking Potential for some. Potential duos coming in, and I'm, I'll find the right EU and West team. Yeah, West is super hard because you've got those two or three teams that are just dominating, and finding a team that isn't so established that can maybe overtake those is is really difficult. So I'm really trying to fit find the right uh, find the right fit for that. All right. Hey, if you guys are out there listening, you need a coach, hit up Capture, Capture FN on uh, Twitter. But only if you're making grands. He doesn't want any of you scrubs. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Unless you're crazy. If you're the craziest Heats player ever, or even the craziest non-Heats player, maybe, maybe we, yeah, we can go crazy. But I don't know. It, to be honest, if you're not making grounds on West, you should not be looking for a coach. You should be looking for God or something. <laughs> or the close button. Man, going in on the West. Ex the exit. No, I mean, come on. 
They just lost their freaking broadcast. They lost, and now, I know. Now you're hating even on Fortnite them even more. thinks they suck. Yeah, oh. sorry. I shouldn't beat a man when they're down. Yeah, that's, that's that not right. Like, I don't know. West is. Whew. You scroll down that leaderboard. I don't. I don't know anyone below top ten in most of those tournaments. Right. Some guys are good though. Yeah, I mean they've shown up. Like Vert came from West. He placed. He was the top NA place in player on sweden came second in uh dallas oh Obviously, i mean it's, yeah, it's, it's not the re epics centered fault it's not their fault for for playing west you know yeah but, but west for some reason is, is just not even close to the level of east it's not even comparable those guys just got bad irl spawn rng yeah, honestly yeah they they literally just they got unlucky. Uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> they just weren't the chosen ones. I don't know. There must be less people playing West because that's normally what it is, right? Not normally, the more competitive a region is is because of the population. Because the more players that play, the more competitive tournaments are. The more people push each other to get better scrims, prac, etc. So I would imagine West has a lot less players than East. Yeah, but I want to say in that about... theory, why is Asia not good? I want to say West is about half of what East is. Yeah, well, it's it's probably half as good. So maybe that's maybe that makes sense. Yeah, you just don't have that top level competition to push you. But why is Asia so bad then? I don't know. Well, so Asia also has a weird thing with ping because I think the servers are in Japan. So yeah, if you're not no Japanese one in most or... of Asia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a hundred ping. Yeah, it's like a different region for most of those guys. Oh, and then people from India like don't know whether to play a hundred eighty to Middle East or like one fifty to Asia, and then obviously China has decided not to play on uh, Fortnite, and then the Koreans they're playing better games. Yeah, they're playing games that pay more and a better run. I don't blame them. <laughs> Wish I was Korean, I might have to move there. <laughs> Uh, I don't know that you look Korean. I don't think I do, but we can make that happen. Yes. Just live there for a while, learn Surgeries the language. nowadays. Uh, yeah. Oh, true. That'd be that'd be bad. I don't know if you'd be allowed to do that. Who knows? Yeah, let's let's not go down that rabbit hole. That's, no, that's just asking for uh, trouble. Let's keep it Fortnite. <laughs> All right. So now, now that we're asking for trouble, I have to ask you. Oh, yeah, I, I knew this was coming. I, I could pre-fire this question, yep. Fire away, right. fire away. So there was cheating accusations at one point during your career, right? Yeah. And that was the Ocus, Nani, Dusky. At, at some point, people thought all all three of them were cheating. I, I, I can and speak... At some points, they thought it was me, too. Yes, yeah. and they thought you were stream sniping people. There was a clip that was you saying you were in somebody's stream... Or mm -hmm. something along those lines. So, oh no, it was it was that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So first of all, were any of those guys cheating? Okay. So, I don't. I mean, as as someone that talks to players in confidence often, I'm not gonna leak anything crazy. But with these three, there's like uh, there's nothing that I know. Genuinely, there is nothing that I know. It is, it's been said lots that Ocus uses a strike pack, which is like a, an, a Zen equivalent that you attach to your controller and it helps you aim. But it's not technically cheating because 
Fortnite have replied to tons of people saying that you can't get banned for zenning or any of the sort. So, in theory, if he did that, I genuinely have no idea if he does. He wouldn't say. But if he did that, no one's stopping him anyway. That's not anyone's fault, but Fortnite. Dusky definitely did not cheat. I swear that guy had the most inconsistent aim ever. Like, during games, between games, like... He'd have off days, he'd have on days. It, it, he just didn't have consistent aim. And and it didn't look cheaty. It was like smooth tracking. You could see when his crosshair would flick off and flick on and it wasn't attaching and it wasn't through walls. It was it was very legit. Uh, and you might have heard recently, but the viewers might not have, that Dusky actually got banned about a month ago. So my thinking there is that during my period of coaching him and during trios, he did not cheat. I'm so sure. A lot of people that played with him and know him are sure too. He did not cheat. But I think because he had some rough seasons with duos and because in, in real life he was kind of thinking about moving away from Fortnite because he was changing schools and stuff, I think he I think he must have tried something. I think he must have tried something and it got him banned and tough luck. He's gone. But during the period of me coaching him, I'm I'm very confident he didn't. And Nani definitely doesn't cheat. That guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could vouch. Um, Not that he sucks, but that Nani doesn't cheat. No, he doesn't. He wouldn't. He he wouldn't do uh, that kind of that kind of stuff. All right, and now it's up to you. Were you and, watching streams helping players? So, in in the alleged clip where I was, um, I, I think I I think I said, I'm in. I'm in Yelty's stream, and then it just cuts. Or, or maybe I said a tiny little sentence, and then it cut. Uh, the, the there was there was kind of two things going on at once there. Firstly, that was that clip got found or got leaked or whatever because Nani was in replays, proving to people that I wasn't in replays during games, finding them llamas. So that's where it came from because people thought they got so many llamas from their games look how many llamas they got and look how they were winning cash cups and doing well in qualifiers and obviously they wouldn't credit any of us because who gives credit nowadays so they had to find something to blame and they said look they got four llamas in 10 games they must be doing something um like how did they find that llama so so people people were blaming me saying i was in in-game replays finding llamas which i wasn't you can't do that by the way so many people I know have tried it since that came out to see if it worked. It doesn't work. Replay's got too big of a delay to find them before other teams. And in competitive finals lobbies, you can't just randomly find llamas before another team. The whole map's looted and taken. It doesn't work. It can't work. Uh, they were finding llamas off spawn because their, their drop spot covered so much ground that it just had, the sp it had more chance of spawning. It was a huge drop between Holly and Sweaty, if you remember, on the old map. Huge drop with big metal shards, lots of floor spawns. So yeah, that was that was just a luck thing. They just got lucky in like one or two tournaments, and I got blamed for that. But anyway, um, so yeah, Nani was going through his his vod, showing that I didn't say anything about llamas or tell them anything or tell them to go anywhere, and it was just luck and random. Um, and yeah, in doing in doing so, he it, this was uh, that clip was from one of the cash cups that they won. I was a uh, I was on I was on Yelty stream, as I said, looking at his points because he was in second place to try and see how many points Nani needed. Right. So if the clip had continued, which I've I've said this 
few times, made statements, talked about it on stream a few times. If the clip continued, it's actually annoying that it didn't continue. Like, really annoying. Like, I spoke about this with Nani for ages. Like, if he let that clip roll, I don't... Obviously, it would have been bad because I'm in his stream. But it's literally like... I, I mean, it was so long ago now. But it was like, I'm on Yelty's stream. He's on 155 points. And then it just cuts. And you don't say I, don't, don't even mention anything else. Don't even mention anything else. I mean, you you can anyone could and did watch the replay. They didn't even interfere with DLT at all. They didn't shoot him. They didn't affect him. They didn't make anything happen. They played their own game. He played his own game, and they ended up winning from a normal way. Um, but yeah, I, I took I took a lot of blame for that, and I accepted a lot of blame for that. I kind of took a lot of credit for that because it was my fault. You know, you, you can't be doing that kind of thing. Yeah, and I and I, I am that. since yeah since since I haven't done it and I I, I don't need to do it. It, it it was useless but yeah you live and you learn it wasn't anything terrible didn't hurt anyone's tournament they actually ended up getting disqualified so they didn't get their money which Oof. I uh, of course apologized for but um yeah I mean technically they won it unfairly right <laughs> even if I didn't tell them anything I'm not supposed to do that but. Yeah, I mean, you did feed them information they didn't have available to themselves, so... But they could have, because they could have just pulled up Fortnite GG and seen it. True. Or Fortnite, uh, Fortnite Tracker. So they could have. It was stupid of me to do it, because I didn't need to, was the bottom line. Yeah. That was information that they could have literally just looked at and not even, you know... Doesn't even sound bad. They're on this many points. It doesn't even, you know what I mean? Yeah, everyone's looking at Fortnite Tracker. I everyone's mean, looking at points. People who doesn't? are looking yeah. when they're in the lobby, seeing who's in the lobby and how many players they have left. Yeah, too. people are checking on their friends list to see if they're still alive. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it, you it did mention insane. something. So we recently had a Discord bot that like leaked where llamas and launch pads were. And then oh. llamas got removed. And I heard about that. There yeah. was this whole... We saw replays get pushed to 15-minute delays. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually 12 minutes, but I don't know if that's still a thing. I'll have to see. Um, I think someone said they were back down to about normal time. But even yeah. still, a, a lot of people have been kind of using and abusing Fortnite replays. But you said something interesting there. You're like, even with the, the five-minute delay, it's not it useful. Work. I promise it doesn't work. Not okay. even close. Like, zooming around the map, looking for looking for things with five minutes after it doesn't work maybe maybe it works in open qualifiers but even if you're getting that kind of loot in open qualifiers it's not going to change that much okay. uh, it, it it just it, it doesn't work i'm really happy that they've changed the replay thing though because I'm, I'm sure some people were trying some funny stuff but yeah uh, i it doesn't work I know people yeah. that have used to have people in their call just sitting in the replay mode feeding them info. Well, yeah, it was it was a shame, really, that that whole kind of thing happened with me because it, I think it actually led to a lot of people trying it when they when they might not have. Like, giving, giving the whole situation publicity meant that a lot of people thought, wait, let me try that, and then they did. Hmm, interesting. All right. Yeah. So let's, let's move to like a more positive note now that we've cleared okay. all that stuff but i had to ask oh no that's definitely yeah that's definitely something that has to happen i, I don't know if i'll ever be able to escape that you know i made, made a mistake but hey bro it could be worse you could have actually been cheating you know i mean 
I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't playing the game and I wasn't telling them how to play their game and it could have been a whole different thing, but... Yeah, it's just sharing points. Is not and they really did get disqualified. Deal. So really, it, it did get fixed because they did not win that tournament because of what happened. So they, they got their punishment and it's, it's you know, it's done. All right, cool. Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing. Now I have just a few more questions. We'll wrap up here. Uh, You've been on Elite for about when? When did you join Elite? I should know this. You tell me. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guess, and I'll. Oh no! I'm just going to look at DMs, <laughs> scrolling up. Oh, really? It, it's been about seven months. Okay. So you joined basically the beginning of 2022. Yeah, pretty much. How's that? How's that been going for you? I, I couldn't have asked for anything much better. Really, it's a great group of people. Management team's great. Love talking to all of them. Player base is great. Lots of people like working hard. They're nice to communicate with. Some people aren't so nice to communicate with, but they've um, they've improved over time. You know, people are people are good listeners. So when they're doing something wrong, they improve it. Same. If they're bad at communicating, they improve it. It's it's a great group of people, and the fact that they flew a few of us out to land and continue to kind of pay on time and tweet responsibly and morally it's it's great it's it's a great team i think there's not very many orgs that you can trust at the moment in the scene so knowing that you're going to get knowing that you're going to get paid and knowing that the twitter's running well and it's active and the management team's active and excited and everyone wants to improve it's a great environment I'm, i'm really really happy with it and i'm happy that you uh you were the person to message me to start those conversations yeah, just in case you guys didn't know, um, the reason Captor was saying that I should say when he joined the org was um, back in the day I worked for Elite, and one of my my last moves before we left was bringing this guy on, which I, I'm super happy with, and I'm glad you're still happy about it because I know yeah, it's awesome. I know it was important to you to find a home, not just somebody to coach for a couple of months. So hearing that you're on about seven months means you've outlived your initial contract. Um, yeah, we so. uh, resigned resigned for the season. Let's go. Didn't do didn't do an announcement, but I, um, I I'm grinding in silence this season. This season's um this season's a season to do well. These last couple of seasons have been a little bit stinky, so I'm uh, Aaron, who's uh, the org owner of Elite, has uh, named me Darth Captor this season <laughs> because I'm getting angry at everyone and making sure that they listen to me. I I'm, like uh, it. I'm putting everyone on their leash, making sure they all do well. I hope they, I hope they do do well. Is there anything else you have to look forward to besides just coaching? Is that I, we've talked a lot about Fortnite, but you're in school as well. Is is there anything mm-hmm. else going on that you want to share or talk about? Well, I'm on a, I'm on a nice summer break. Got a couple holidays planned out with some friends. We're gonna go surfing and camping in Portugal pretty soon. Um, going on a family holiday. Other than that, I'm just I don't know. I'm just Living just living the coaching and uh, coaching and sitting on a PC life, but I, I'm planning on uh, so so my my university course is four years long four years long. Okay. It's a uh, three years of learning and one year of industry experience, and I'm seeing if I can pull some strings so that my industry experience is coaching for a year, because if I could coach full time for a year, I am going to go crazy. I'll be able to. 
go to the gym every day and eat healthy and meal plan and see friends and go out, but also coach because I won't have another thing to do. It will be full time and I'll be able to put all my time and energy and effort into it. And I think it will be a really big move for my brand and um, ability to. So that's like, that's, that's me at the moment. I'm coaching, but I'm also trying to plan my next year and um, figure that all out. How's things with you? How's, how's the life of commentating and podcasts? Because you were on the broadcast for the first time. Yeah, so I joined... Recently two seasons ago on the broadcast and we it was all remote which was cool like i definitely loved it um i i just love Fortnite, so getting to talk about it and share my love for the game with people is literally my dream job so you know yeah. that was absolutely awesome and then we go to denmark we're in studio in fncs that was one of the coolest things i've ever done um particularly particularly because of the people I got to work with. I I've worked several jobs outside of gaming and you don't necessarily get to work with people that want to do better and are looking to do better on a regular basis. But when we're in studio, it's just everyone head down, you know, we're having fun on our off days, but even when we're on our off days, we're talking like, oh, we did this during this segment. Why don't we try doing that? Like constantly trying to improve and make things better. And for me personally, that was the, the thing I enjoyed most was getting to be with people, become friends and just enjoy a genuine experience while also trying to do a really freaking good job, which I think we did. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where where I'm at over the past couple of seasons sucks. I'm not being brought back. Uh, you know, that is what it is. Kind of ruins the dream. Is, is but... there any information on that? Or is that very like NDA NDA? I, I just, I wasn't brought back. Uh, you guys will see who the, the crew is for this season. Uh, part of it is because West was chopped down. So, uh, five... so some of the West guys, have they? Five you jobs know, were, were taken away, and <sighs> unfortunately, mine was one. So that is where it is. Um, but I, I've been in talks with some orgs or maybe just going to do my own kind of content uh, okay. to stay relevant and do things. I, I'm thinking I, I will hopefully be able to do like some sort of watch party for an org and make some money and be able to stay in the space because, you know, as much as I loved FNCS, not being able to do that is a huge financial hit too. And I didn't exactly sure. find out with a huge notice. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, I, I saw some, I saw some cool stuff. There was, there was some guy commentating over FNCS, like his own little broadcast, which I found quite interesting. So it wasn't a viewing party so much where like Ozzy talk about chicken nuggets and what people's favorite holiday locations are. But actually <laughs> there's someone like, I love Ozzy so much, but like, I can't watch him anymore. I used to watch him all day long, but he just, he just talks about random stuff. Like I'm trying to watch Fortnite, dude. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, there's, there was some guy that was commentating over the gameplay, like professional commentating, mic, headset, fully like, entertaining like it was great um i wonder if that's maybe something you could pursue because commentating definitely does have a value even when it's not within a broadcast like you just for someone's stream i think it's still pretty interesting content yeah and i think i will wind up doing something along those lines um but i definitely having that experience you appreciate all the background work that goes into it 
and then putting yeah. out like a great product as opposed to doing everything on your own. And it's like, meh. Sure. Uh, so right. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. There, there should be hopefully something locked in by the end of next week, even though that it's not much time before FNCS starts. Yeah, true. I mean, I, I know the West guys are doing their own little broadcast. The West guys that are no longer doing anything. Yeah, I, I know Panda's leading that. I talked to him. Yeah, Panda, Lash, and Clay, I think. Yeah, those are like the three, even though they're like looking for more. Um, I'm yeah. trying to go the org route so I can make some cash uh, because I need to. Otherwise, I got to go get a, a real job. Go get a but... real job. <laughs> yeah, because this is not real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I put in more hours than I would in a real job. It's just I enjoy this a lot. hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I've been I've been coaching at my desk for like ten or eleven hours every single day for like most of a year. That's way more than a normal job. Oh yeah, way more. Not getting overtime either. Uh, no one does. No one gets overtime in this kind of field. You're just expected to work till late at night, and 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 there's no like compensation. It's just. The hardest workers win unless they don't. <laughs> Sometimes you work hard and you don't win, but work harder. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, now I got some two wrap-up questions for you. This seems like a, a solid, natural point to end here. So okay. first, what is your favorite Fortnite skin and why? Uh, My favorite Fortnite skin, I don't even know the name of this one. To be honest with you, actually, it's probably not this one. I, I really like the... The orange cape guy. Wait, 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 wait. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Orange cape guy. That's very There's specific. An, it's okay. So Edgy used to wear it. It's it's a guy with an with an orange cap, like hence cap cap the orange cap, and and he's got like a long, like neon orange cape. It, oh, synth. It's called synth. He looks so cool. He's got like a white body and trousers. He's got big boots. Orange cape. Orange hat. That's my favorite. Hundred percent. Oh, okay, yeah, Edgy did used to wear that. I've never seen anyone besides him wear that. Do you have that? Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah. I don't use it, but it's my nicest to look at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then secondly, just to wrap up, uh, where can people find you? And are you? I guess you've already answered this. So yeah, just where can people find you? If you want to be a creep and physically find me, I'm in England. Oh no. If you want to find me on social media. <laughs> uh captor fn so just c-a-p-t-o-r-f-n trying to rebrand the fn out but the verification hasn't quite happened yet so one one day i'll just be captor you'll you'll, you'll find me at captor fn all right and that's on twitter because he didn't tell you where to find him so on, well, twitter... on everything that's on twitter oh. that's on twitch that's on instagram that's on youtube if you if you want to if you want to watch some extremely boring educational content Go, uh, go follow me. Perfect, perfect. Well, Captor, I want to say thank you so much for joining here today. It's been a very easy conversation, which I always yeah. appreciate. It's nice to catch up with you, even though it's quote-unquote work. It's nice to <laughs> chat. Yeah, well, I appreciate you getting me on. It's, uh, it's always nice to talk. And, um, yeah, thanks. All right. Excellent, excellent. So thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate you guys. I am Somebody's Gun. If you have any complaints, comments, awesome things you want to share with me, you can find me, Somebody's Gun, on Twitter. It's just one word. Send all your complaints, DMs, whatever you want to There's do. There's not going to be complaints. Oh, There's my goodness. This guy. Well, 
you can send all the positive notes that you have to me yeah. on Twitter. And thank you guys for watching. And we will hear you or hear us next time. Thanks, y'all.